lovely. It has been far too long since my last podcast episode and so much has been happening both in my world, in our greater world and especially in the financial markets. Uh, So much has been happening that I honestly have felt really called today to stop what I was working on and to record this podcast because I have so much to tell you and it is rather important and rather urgent. If you are new or recently have started following me, please know that, of course, I am not an economist, nor am I an accountant or a financial advisor. I do not have any fancy schmancy financial degree in uh, any particular area of the financial world. I am simply an investor, an entrepreneur, and I love being a lifelong learner of macroeconomics. I love understanding how money works how and monetary history. And I also love learning about wealth cycles. So the information I present to you is not delivered with the intention to scare fearmonger or present you with the, the doom and gloom of the world. In fact, I encourage you to try and really redefine what the word fear means. One of my favorite mentors, and I know I've probably mentioned this in previous episodes, if you've uh, listened to previous episodes of the Money Mindset podcast, um, one of my favorite mentors, he always says that you can look at fear in two different ways. So you can either fear everything and run or you can choose to face everything and rise. And so when I create content, I really hope to try and bring that forward and really try and help people redefine what fear means. Because for me, I chose a long time ago to change it, to pivot, to flick the switch on the word fear and to face everything and rise. And so with that in mind, please do remember that this podcast is created for educational purposes only. I am, as I've said, not a financial advisor. So none of the information that I provide to you or or present or talk about is financial advice. I am purely here to support and encourage and inspire you to learn more about money and to ultimately just provide my own personal perspective on what is happening in the financial world and what I see uh, going on. I wanted to create this podcast as there have been some really big news that I know for sure you will not be hearing about on the radio or on the news. And as an investor, I am personally subscribed to a couple of insider newsletters that I pay for every year. And I receive information on the charts, on stats and information um, that, you know, I have been received and the information that I have been receiving, honestly, is quite really bad to bad. It's really bad to put it mild, and that's putting it mildly. <laughs> right. So I really did feel the urgency of putting this together. So it's probably not going to be my greatest produced podcast episode. But that is not the intention. The intention today is really just to inform you about what some some really big things that are happening right now in the world, because it's important that you know. So first of all, uh, 24 hours ago, Russia announced it is working to create 
an alternative reserve currency alongside with China and the BRICS countries. So BRICS is the alliance created between Brazil, Russia, India, China and South Africa. In actually putting together this podcast, I did some extra digging around and some extra research and have found out that Saudi Arabia is also um, has also announced that they will be also joining the BRICS countries. And ultimately, this new reserve currency would be a basket of currencies made up by these five countries. And ultimately, it would be, I think, in my opinion, it would make the US dollar obsolete as the global reserve currency of the world. Because as a country, both China and Russia have true wealth. They hold all the economic power. They hold land, water, natural resources like oil. They hold precious metals like gold and silver. These five countries are the world's largest producers of everything. Russia, for example, is one of the largest producers of oil, coal, petroleum and wheat. And of course, we all know that China produces, well, just about everything. Everything, electronics, processing technologies, clothing, other textiles, um, corn, wheat, potatoes, steel, cement, coal, oil, vehicles. I mean, you can literally just do your own little research and learn very quickly, which most of us already know that China have control of the production of a good chunk or a good percentage of everything that is produced in the world is coming out of China and and also and that India is also becoming a um, is, is, is very quickly becoming the next China in terms of production. So and when it comes to gold and silver, China and Russia have actually been the world's largest investors of precious metals. For the past around 15 years, I believe, they have been buying and producing. So they're digging it up out of the ground as well in their own lands. They've been buying and producing precious metals. One of the top five imports from China is gold. And with a yearly investment that they make every single year of $36.9 billion per year. So not only are they digging it out of the ground, holding it, hoarding it, not selling it, not exporting it. Uh, They are actually purchasing the gold that other countries make available. I know, for example, Canada is one of the countries that uh, China has been purchasing huge huge amounts of um, gold from over the past 10 years. So this is huge news. This is historic news. That's This is why I felt it was so important to tell you about this. And look, this changes so much and yet it also changes nothing at all. And in case you are listening and you're still like, I don't get it. You know, why is this such a big, why is this such a big deal? Let me try and explain what happens. Firstly, the biggest imports into Australia by dollar value are processed petroleum oils, Cars, phone devices, including smartphones, trucks, computers, crude oil and medicine. In 2021 alone, Australia imported $248.4 billion worth of goods. 
And obviously this, you can imagine, predominantly is coming from the countries that I've just mentioned that are creating those goods and services. And when Australia purchases these goods, we we buy them and we exchange um, our our currency, but we actually exchange that in US dollars. So now if China will only accept payment or Russia will only accept payment in this new currency that they create and no longer accept US dollars, what does that make the US dollar? Worthless. And what is the and what is the uh, Aussie dollar, the New Zealand dollar, the pound and the euro linked to? The US dollar, right? And according to a, um, an economist, I believe he is a, an economist, I'll have to double check on that, but according to someone called Brent Johnson, you can look him up on YouTube, he is the creator behind what's called the milkshake theory. So look it up on YouTube, highly recommend looking into that. All these countries are tied and linked to the US dollar. They would first, their, their own currencies would firstly weaken, making the US dollar temporarily stronger And then all the central banks would be selling out of the US dollar to purchase the new currency and thus sending the overprinted, which we all know in USA have been printing uh, their their dollars like it's going out of fashion. Um, They've been printing it all and it'll basically flood back into the USA, causing a potential hyperinflation. And in my opinion, when these announcements come out this is uh, i believe happened in the last 24 48 hours that it was announced i think on on sunday or, or saturday when they make these sorts of announcements like you know i think in the article that i read and i'm happy to link them down in the description area you know it says you know we are working on it you know what they really mean is that it's already done and we're just letting you know now gently so this is really big news this new reserve currency would ultimately and does ultimately mean the death of the US dollar as the reserve currency of the world, which of course only happened, right? Because, you know, I love monetary history. This only happened because they held two thirds of the world's gold at the end of the world, at the end of World War II. The US only became the reserve currency of the world because their dollar was tied and backed by gold. Now it's tied by nothing but faith, which of course has already started to crumble. You know, when the Fed says things like inflation is at 9.1%, that is a lie because it's probably more like 12 to 15%. And the reason I say it's a lie is because the way that they calculate this percentage is by using what's known as a CPI, okay? That stands for Consumer Price Index. This is supposed to be an index of all the goods and services sold within the country. However, what the Fed and lots of other central banks do this too. So however, what the Fed do and most other central banks, even like Australia, like the RBA, they manipulate these calculations by choosing what they include within that index. So when you are trying to measure the health of a country to give proper feedback to the people of the country, you can't go and just pick and choose what you want to include. You know, you will not, you're not going to get a true and accurate answer. 
So when you hear or read news articles telling you that inflation is at 9.1%, this is of course for the US, and in Australia it's 5.09%, please know that these are really actually not true indications of what is really going on. And best way to prepare, of course, for inflation is, I believe in my opinion, just to get yourself prepared, you know, stock up on essential items like food, water, petrol or diesel, if your car runs on diesel, Um, create a bug out bag. If you don't know what that is, look it up on YouTube, educate yourself, you know, on how to store food for long periods of time. Learn how to, you know, do things like making your own bread, growing your own food in your in your garden. Even if you are renting, you can still get so many different ways of growing your own food without needing to, you know, make permanent changes in the ground. Learn how to make fire from scratch. That is actually something fun that we did with the kids. You know, have um have adequate supplies in the event of a power outage. You know, things like um. Oh gosh, things like torches and and batteries and any kind of supplies that you know would be detrimental to you if you could no longer get access to it. But like I said, you know, face everything and rise. That is the most important thing. Do not look at preparing for um, whatever is to come. <laughs> you know, preparing for for the inevitable, in inevitable. Um, don't look at it from a place of fear that it means you're scared and lack of what will happen. Look at it as you are prepared for anything and anything that happens. Okay, so now the other bit of news I'm hearing, which was um, really, <laughs> really kind of lit the, the fire under my butt to get this out to you ASAP, ASAP is... Uh, a gentleman by the name of James Ricketts. You may or may not have heard me speak about him again in previous podcasts or on other podcasts that I have been on. James Ricketts, if you're, I've never heard of him before, he is an economist, a lawyer, an investment banker, and uh, has over 40 years experience working in Capitol Hill, so working in within the government um, departments, as well as working on Wall Street. He has held positions within the CIA and, you know, is still, I believe, called upon uh, to be the uh, advisor for the US government for matters on national security and defense. He has in the past made several economic predictions and they have all come true. And it was really through his books, through one particular book, The Road to Ruin, and then he's got other ones like called Aftermath and The New Great Depression. All of these books can usually be found in your li- in your local libraries. So if you um, like to, to get a copy of them in your hand to have a read of them, go check out your libraries for them. And what I learnt um, through, through reading these books was to, to understand about how macroeconomics works, how geopolitics works, and the plan that ultimately the World Economic Forum, the IMF, the World Bank, they have created for the past several probably decades, I imagine. And in his books, he names names, he names dates, he names locations. And even if the information sometimes is rather hard to kind of read and really dense, I personally stop and I listen when James Ricketts has something to say. And at the start of the year, I joined his membership newsletter uh, subscription. 
to get you know the inside research that occasion that I know that he puts together um, a lot of these companies they do a lot of sort of research into what is going on from a macroeconomics from a geopolitical stand stand viewpoint right and he believes and he has um, he he'd made a recording on uh, Monday sorry Monday yeah Monday and and this recording was like a live broadcast it was sent out specifically to the people within his newsletter program sort of thing and he believes that this Wednesday 27th of July at 2 p.m a decision will be made once again increase to increase the interest rates in America and that this will be the trigger for what he calls the fourth horseman as as he likes to call it right he's basically saying that he believes it will be the final straw the, that in, in America, in increasing the interest rates, it'll be the final straw that will be what triggers the next stock market crash. And it'll be a stock market crash like we have never witnessed before in history. He is predicting that the Dow and the S&P to drop by over or around 80%. It will decimate retirement funds and any investments people have within the stock market he bases his prediction on historical patterns that have and have that have occurred every time the central bank or a central bank has increased interest rates and so tomorrow is this fourth time is the fourth time this year completing the same pattern that occurs before a crash has occurred now, you absolutely, of course, do not have to believe anything I have just said. In fact, please don't just listen to me. I really you know, encourage you to go and research this stuff for yourself. Go online. There are so many people right now trying to warn others about uh, what is happening in the markets, what is happening. You know, you've already may have seen that there has been a pullback of about 20%, but we are nowhere near doing a proper drop to where it needs it. It has not sunk down to the levels that it needs to get back to, to be a true reflection of what is actually being produced. So because, um, because as my favorite, you know, character, <laughs> so, okay. So my favorite character, Ruth, from that TV show says, you know, I don't know shit about fuck. But what I do know, okay, is that Australians have $3.3 trillion invested within their superannuation. And I know that 90% of Australians have no clue where their retirement funds are being invested. Not, not, that, not that they don't know what company their retirement fund is with. It's where is your super being invested? How is it being allocated? And if you are someone who has just realized that, yes, indeed, you don't know where your super fund is investing your money into, then let me tell you that this is highly, that it is more than highly likely that your super fund has allocated a large portion into high risk categories such as the international shares and the Aust and Australian shares. And I cannot sleep at night knowing that I know this information and knowing that Australians are potentially going to be waking up one day very soon to realize that their retirement funds have more than halved, that they can't retire, you know, like they had hoped that they would, 
that the wealth that they have built and worked their damn ass for all their lives, that it will be gone. And that they don't have another 30 years to spend recuperating their losses or because they didn't switch to a lower risk categories. So this is probably the most kind of, you know, you know, I, I never like to try and record podcasts where it feels like I'm sharing bad news. But honestly, this is important. This is the final warning shot. You know, if you have been listening to my podcast, if you've been reading the content that I put out on Instagram and you're still not gotten around to calling your super fund to preparing, this is your last chance to do something about it. Don't sit on this. I know that sometimes everything, you know, going on in the world right now feels can feel really helpless and it can feel really overwhelming. But I wanted to to be here to remind you that you still have time right? You're not too late. It is not too late to at least protect and save and protect your retirement fund. Okay, so the final thing I want to talk about is precious metals, specifically silver. If you've been following me again, like I said, for a while now, you'll know that I am far more bullish on investing in silver right now as um, as it is a hugely undervalued asset, you know, and I prefer to invest in, in, in silver and precious metals like gold, silver, and even platinum, uh, other than, rather than investing in other asset classes. And in fact, it's the only asset class that is not in a bubble. Everything else is in a bubble except precious metals. And the beautiful people who have, of course, booked a one-on-one strategy session with me or have taken my incredible money transformation uh, program, they understand the strategy behind buying precious metals and, you know, what one should do before buying, like what to look out for, you know, what type of precious metals to buy, what's the difference between buying each of the different ones, how and when to sell back, how to store the precious metals, and most importantly, I think, what to kind of um, look for when we decide to buy, you know, what are we looking for? What's a, what's a good uh, ratio, for example? And so, you know, if this is something that, um, so if this is something that you would also, of course, like to learn about, you can follow the link in my bio to book either a one-on-one session with me, or if you're interested to know more about the program, also feel free to send me a message. But here is what I wanted to let you know about precious metals. The current price as of today, the 26th of July, is $27 per ounce. This price is currently manipulated to be to remain low. And this manipulation has been going on for far too long. And I believe that very soon this manipulation will end and we will be able to see the true value of silver and we'll the price, the new price of silver will finally be a true reflection of how important this, this uh, precious metal really is. And so this is, I believe, the last time we will ever see silver and even possibly gold and platinum at the current prices uh, and even at their current ratio. We may even see a bit of a pullback. So absolutely, if if silver drops down even any lower, I mean, I, I just went to pick up some silver this week. Uh, if you saw on Instagram, I was at, uh, at my, my precious metals dealer yesterday 
picking up some silver. So I'm buying it at 36 or 37 an ounce. If it drops down even lower, I will do what my good friend Mike Maloney says, and that's back the truck up and stock up because there is no point in having my money, my money sitting in a bank account and losing its value. It's no point to keeping your savings sitting in an account and doing nothing for you. I will absolutely buy more if in this next, if in the um, current coming crash, it drops down because I know what it's going to do straight after. And I know that precious metals like gold, silver and platinum, they are real money. If you don't own these precious metals and you, then you don't have insurance against inflation, against monetary policy, against whatever new currency, reserve currency that is being introduced. And what I recently found out on Friday last week is that the big money is now coming into this precious metals market. On Friday, a female billionaire, and I state that she's a female because when I heard of it, when I heard about it, I was like, you go girl. <laughs> She placed an order with a precious metals dealer in America for $50 million worth of American Eagle silver coins. Okay, an American Eagle is just a, it's a type of precious metal uh, silver coin. Coins are mostly for collect for collection. Uh, but yeah, she placed an order for $50 million worth of coins. And she said that, um, And she said that that was, you know, her first order, that there would be more to come, that she wants to invest more into precious metals. So what do you think is going to happen to the price of silver when people realize that holding onto savings is doing nothing for them, that the stock market is on a decline, that property is overpriced, they turn to the only safe haven asset that has stood strong and held its status as real money and as a real store of value for over 5000 years and i say and i and as i said at the start of this um of this podcast you know this is not financial advice i'm not an economist but i am an investor and i am someone who can think for herself i use my emotional intelligence to not make rash or triggered decisions from a place of scarcity, greed, or fear. I'm making financial decisions from a place of hope for our future. I make these decisions with trust in my intuition and my own inner guidance system and with faith in that, in the metals that our earth has provided. Because if learning about monetary history has taught me anything is that there are always winners and losers to come out of a stock market crash. And what we are experiencing right now is the biggest transfer of wealth we have ever witnessed in our lifetime. Because never before have we ever been able to communicate in the way that we do. Never before have we had such fast, easy access to information, data, and never before have we had an opportunity for anyone, no matter what your bank account or savings uh, amount is, to be able to invest in precious metals and make an enormous life-changing decisions. So my friend, this is what I needed to honestly get off my chest today. (laughs) And hopefully I will sleep better tonight because I was up very late thinking about how I would bring you this information. Uh, 
because honestly, if I know that I can just help one person, then I know that I've done, I've done my part. I've done <laughs> what I can. I can't hold this information knowing that I could have, I could have helped someone move their, move their savings out of international stocks. I could have helped someone buy some precious metals or ha- had them at least, you know, dig in deeper, dig deeper into it and, and learn, learn a bit more about it for themselves. So I want to thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. I, I have, um, I have some really fantastic resources on my website that you can download for free. So please do head over to my website and download uh, my money action plan. That's a really great place to start if you want to start learning to how to manage your money. If you are interested in booking a one-on-one strategy session with me, you can also book this via my website. Uh, My second intake, if you are interested to learn more about how money works, the money transformation program is coming back really, really soon. So I'll be making another podcast episode on that to tell you a little bit more about it. Uh, So if you are interested to grab some details about the money transformation program, please feel free to DM me via Instagram, or of course you can send me an email. All right, my friend, I have taken up enough of your time. Thank you so much once again. Until next time, ciao for now.